0: And the full-time whistle goes, a very small pump of the fist from Steven Gerrard. He knows that was a hard-fought win, 19 points clear. Let's get the story with Andrew McLean.
1: Rangers 1, Hibs nil. the full time score and Yanis Hadji is the match winner as Steven Gerrard's side pick up another big three points, well Hibs had the first chance inside the first minute, Josh Doig with a good run down the left hand side it was a good delivery as well, Martin Boyle stretching for it at the back post but couldn't hit the target, Rangers first opportunity came from a corner, Lee on the line by Paul McGinn, another corner 25 minutes in caused danger, Connor Golson's header this time saved by Dylan Barnes a potential penalty claim in the aftermath as James Tavernier went down under a challenge Stephen Gerrard asking the question of the referee but the answer was no Yanis Hadji then nearly scored when he flashed a shot wide from the edge of the box and that was a danger sign of things to come because 33 minutes in, Kamar Roof got into the box, he then cut it across the face of goal, Yanis Hadji got in front of his defender and swept the ball into the bottom corner for the opener into the second half, the longer the game went on the more Hibs started to really threaten and the deeper the Rangers defence dropped a potential Hibs penalty claim as Yanis Hadji attempted an acrobatic clearance in the the box and caught Joe Newell but nothing was given then a good chance for Rangers Leon Balogun with a close range strike from a corner that was saved by Dylan Barnes then another potential Hibbs penalty claim James Tavernier looks like he clipped Ryan Porteous as a corner came in but will he call him was unmoved again for this one Hibbs with not too many efforts despite their late pressure, the best when Alan McGregor made a diving save from Melker Holberg's curling effort and when it was palmed away it came back into the box and that shot was blocked, Rangers hold out in the end and open up a 19 point gap at the top of the table, the full time score at Ibrox is Rangers 1, Hibbs 0 uh, The top team all around the grounds, building up to the 3 o'clock games I know you're not there
0: and you perhaps didn't see all of it but in terms of the the significance, David Friel, you're going to watch Hamilton against Celtic and the challenge has been laid down. It's now 19 points and we know Celtic have loads of games in hand, but that starts today and there's obviously no room for error.
2: I was just what I was about to say, Gordon. There is no margin for error at all. You know, Celtic players will be fully aware that they're 19 points behind now and okay, I think it's four games in hand, but you know, Celtic need to be winning today. They need to try to score goals because the goal difference is also absolutely massive eh, in Rangers' favour. So No, no margin for error, three points is is a must Um, Celtic are now walking a tightrope in terms of the title Any drop points at all And you think it's almost game over So if Celtic need any extra motivation Which I don't think they would today Then Rangers have just given them it
0: Depends on how you view these things, Roger Hanna Some people would look at
2: that performance from Rangers today
0: The way the game went And say, oh maybe, maybe teams are getting closer Maybe teams can start taking points off them But other people would be equally as entitled to say that no matter what the
3: challenge at the moment Rangers are coming through it Yeah, you made the point earlier on in the show Gordon that They're past halfway now And performances don't matter as much as they once did It's all about the results It's all about getting over the line The performance against Motherwell Last weekend wasn't particularly terrific 1-0 down with 17 or 18 minutes to go But they got over the line uh, The performance for Spells today wasn't terrific The elements didn't help Hibs are a decent team but they got over the line, and uh, you know the biggest problem for Celtic. David saying no margin for error is correct. But Celtic could keep winning these games in hand. Um, they don't just need to do that. They need to win the Old Firm games, and they need to hope that Rangers do stumble somewhere else. Because even with games in hand, 19 points is a it's an enormous gap to bridge. Fraser Wishart, does that seem
0: like a big, huge, massive call? It whatever you want, three points this afternoon.
4: Yeah, I think everybody's just waiting for the Old Firm game next weekend because that's going to be absolutely crucial. As, as we know, that's standing the way of Rangers going into to that game with it with a huge lead as well. So another important game midweek, but I'm sure Stephen Jenner's mind is beginning to look at what's going to happen next weekend. Uh, Arfield going off is a huge blow. I think he would have played against Celtic as well, so that's a, a blow for for him. But uh, as the lads have been saying, you know, if, you, if you're not playing at your absolutely sparkling best, I'm going to work really hard. The Motherwell and Hibs, for different reasons and different ways, have made. Than what really hard but they've got the points, Rangers, and the points in the bag. And of course, you do expect Celtic to win the, the, the games in hand. But, but it's, it's not easy when you're having to chase all the time. So a huge victory today for Rangers, I think, leading up to next Saturday's game. Janis Hadji's goal, the difference. Rangers winning,
0: beating Hibs by a goal to nil. They move 19 points clear at the top. How will Celtic respond this afternoon? Hamilton against Celtic. Kelly Livingston, Dundee United, mullerwill Aberdeen, St Johnston, and Ross County, St Mirren are your top flight offerings. We'll. Go back around the grounds, next
5: Talking bubbles all year long. Merry Christmas from Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
0: Full time. at Ibrox Rangers one, Hibs nil. Yanis Hadji's goal moves Steven Gerrard's men nineteen points clear. Hugh Evans, How
6: do you look back on that one? Um, I look back on it as a good game of football. Uh, I thought Hibs totally dominated the second half for the first time this season you could truthfully say and I, I, I am taking the the conditions into account but you could truthfully say the Rangers defence looked nervous tentative hesitant call it what you will and Hibs uh, had chances to equalise and Jack Ross will know that and they didn't take them but again the mark of champions you get that goal in front you Hang in there They had to hang in first half To get the goal And then second half They were hanging in Hanging on And doing anything you like To make sure that that goal Was the the winning goal But a good game of football All credit to Hibbs For the approach to the game But for Rangers Big three points They they are inching closer to the title
0: I mean Gordon That was game 20 for Mm -hmm. Rangers And they weren't Sparklingly brilliant Against Motherwell Last week either uh, so see if you do that on game two and four of the season, people might start thinking, "Oh, I wonder what lies ahead. I wonder if they're going to come unstuck." But with twenty games played, they've won. They've played ten at home, won every one of them. <laughs> it-, it looks like—is it starting to look a bit more like a sign of champions rather than yeah.
7: a-, a worry about what's around the corner? No, I don't think the Rangers manager were Just now, especially this week, Gordon. Uh, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. It's all about winning the game, oh. and Rangers managed to do that today. It's all about getting the three points. It's all about keeping the pressure on. It's all about and and once again, we've not said there because Hibs, I thought, played their part in it I enjoyed the game. I thought Hibs played well second half, but Rangers had a lot of chances. It's another clean sheet. You know, as much as you can say, well, Hibs got their tactics right. Hibs done this and Hibs done that. Rangers won the game 1-0, they get the three points on the board and they've said to Celtic, over to you at Hamilton, start closing the, the, the gap. That's where the pressure is, Rangers are doing their job.
0: Yeah. Over to you at Hamilton, uh, David Field from the Scottish Sun is alongside Alison Conroy. Uh, David, on on paper, if you like, clearly people would be expecting a convincing, comfortable Celtic victory, without making excuses before the game's even kicked off. I can see out the window I can see what conditions were like At Ibrooks, And having been at Hamilton a few times I don't suppose it's the type of day That you're expecting Free-flowing, sparkling football
2: Gordon, I think I've got about four layers on And I'm still freezing (laughs) It is... I mean, the wind swirling. You know, you know Hamilton. You've got two stands here. You've got supermarkets uh, across a gazebo and everything. No, it's horrible. And you, and you do wonder whether some of the Celtic players will look about and think, what, what, have I, "What am I walking into here?" But Celtic don't have any choice. They just have to get on. With, they have to get on with the task in hand and win the game. As we said earlier, there is no margin for error. They need to get stuck in here and, and get the three points. And they're going to be facing a Hamilton team who have been written off. I've written them off. I mean, they've got, they've got 10 players missing. So I don't think Hamilton should be posing Celtic any problems. So they'll be fired up. They'll be getting in Celtic's faces
0: And Celtic need to deal with that Yeah I mean I can hear the wind I really feel sorry for you Sitting there Looking at Morrisons And Sainsbury's And Iceland And B&M Whatever else is around the corner I feel sorry for them um, David the only thing is though Because of that You know it, it goes down as a tough place to go People always mention the pitch My goodness Don't get Fraser Wishart started on it Or we'll get him banned again uh, you've, you've got the conditions And all the rest of it But history tells you Celtic and Rangers Actually don't find it a tough place to go They don't tend to drop many points there
2: yeah, I mean I think Celtic won one nil here last year. Uh, James Forrest scored a late goal and, and that was probably as tight, tight as it's been for, for a while for Celtic. I, I was here a few weeks ago, Gordon and Hibbs. Speaking about Hibbs performance at Ibrox and, and, and giving Rangers a game, Hibs beat Hamilton four nil, it was probably around seven nil. And Hibbs really p- played the pitch well, you know, they moved the ball quickly, they got in behind Hamilton, they drew them out, you know. It was a really good performance and I think Celtic watching that should be looking for a replica. You know, play the same way. They can't be stodgy and, you know, stop starting they need to really move the ball quickly, get the wide players on the ball, and get at Hamilton. Um, but you're right, you know. Traditionally, Celtic do win here, but I, you know, just looking out here, I don't think it'll be as straightforward maybe as people think.
0: It certainly doesn't sound like it's going to be a classic in those conditions. Let's hear from the two managers then. Starting with the home boss, Brian Rice.
8: We've got again a positive mindset and a positive frame of mind. Uh, we've got again looking forward to it. We've got again and try and make it as difficult as possible as we can for Celtic and. Hopefully, we do enough in the game to take something from it. Let's look forward to it. Uh, let's get a game plan. Stick to our game plan. Uh, get everything you've got. Look forward to it. Don't dread it. Nobody expects anything from you. You're the underdogs. You know, get your best shot
0: Going with a positive mind frame, uh, mindset says, Brian Rice, David, H- having heard them after the game midweek and he is usually positive he sounded anything but it sounded like Hamilton's results and the absentees they've got the injuries the, the, the Covid stuff has really started to take its toll on him
2: Yeah I mean I'm, I'm up at Hamilton quite a lot Gordon and you know Brian Rice as everybody would know you know, he's a very happy go lucky guy he's always positive he always looks at the positives but you're right that's probably as low as I've heard them and I think he's even speaking today saying it's as, it's as low as he's been probably since he took over um, as manager but you know he has to set the tone for his team today if, if, if Brian Rice is, is in that dressing room and it's doom and gloom and oh, you don't have a chance then Hamilton are going to be in that mindset as well so I think he'll leave his players up for it I think he'll tell them live on TV you know Boxing Day clash everybody watching you go and, go and show how good you are and go and you know, get your place in the team going forward but it's, it's obviously a, a huge task for Hamilton given they're absolutely decimated really
0: Yeah a huge task and Neil Lennon looking to make it a tough afternoon for Brian Rice
9: It is yeah and it's always a stuffy game you know plastic pitch t- t- took us a while to win the game there the last time we were up there so in the early on in the last season we won the game 1-0 you know we beat them well at the start of the season but you know what we're looking for is another good performance and another win, but we have to be on our mental because it's a tough place to go and they'll be very motivated to get something from us. you got to go there, you got to get your attitude right, you got to play the, the pitch and the conditions. So, we, you know, we can't... All the pitches this time of year, you know, because the climate weather aren't in great conditions, so, uh, look, we can't use that as a, any sort of excuse. We're on a decent wee run at the minute, we've got to keep it going
6: well Neil Lennon now knows that Rangers are 19 points in front there was no margin for error before the game started there was certainly no margin for error after the Rangers game ended uh, so I do appreciate what everyone is saying and uh, I, I do unlike Gordon DL I do feel sorry for David Freelow and Alison sitting there in that, that dreadful environment but Celtic can't be bothered about the climatic conditions they can't be bothered about the plastic pitch Mm. Their obligation Is to win Win convincingly And carry that Into midweek Against Dundee United Because Any slip ups Between now and Ibrox Will be catastrophic
0: Yeah some other good games To look forward to Around the Premiership Kilmarnock against Livingston Fraser It's pretty simple The hosts are in terrible form And the visitors are flying. Flying
4: it is very, very simple. They'll have to fight the elements a bit like the guys at Hamilton and across the, the country. It's very windy here and people who come to Rugby Park know the wind blows into the the press area as well. So it's, the players are going to have to contend with that. And I think, as you're saying there, the importance of the festive period, five games in a fortnight is epitomised by these two teams this time. Last Saturday, Kilmarnock were two points ahead of Livy. Fast forward seven days, two defeats for Kelly, two wins for Livy. And a win today for the away side would complete an excellent week and put them seven points ahead of Kilmarnock. And looking at the form, you must fancy Livingston four league wins in a row one goal conceded since David Martindale took over against Camargo four defeats in a row with no goals scored they're only four ahead of Ross County at the foot of the table and Alex Dyer's men are now dangerously close to that club at the bottom of the table and he's had injury problems to be fair to him key players like Gary Dick have been out recently and only had six subs during the week at Tannadice. but they need to find a way of reversing the fortunes and do it very very quickly with so many games coming up and get the likes of Brophy and Cabamba firing again but they'll find it Hard against our Livingston team who are looking up the table rather than down now, great form really well organised as we know they're really hard working, but I think what's lost sometimes is they have some really decent football players as well when they get into that last third with the likes of Pittman and Mullen, etc causing problems for teams the weather's awful here and when you're playing an artificial tough and it's wet and the wind's high on the ball sometimes skids and skids out the park and makes it difficult to control so I don't expect it to be a classic but it is an absolutely vital game for both these teams nonetheless, I gave you the teams earlier on as I said there's Three changes for Kilmarnock, Dicamona, Brophy and Kilty all drop to the bench. McGowan, Malumbu and Kabamba come in. Danny Rogers in goals. The back four is Aaron McGowan, Kirk Broadfoot, Stuart Finlay and Callum Waters. In midfield, Alan Power and Yusuf Malumbu with Chris Burke, Aaron Tishbola, and Rory McKenzie. Just behind the main striker, Nicky Kabamba. Eight subs, Colin Doyle, Brandon Houtstrup, Cloward Dicamona, Eamon Brophy, Greg Kilty, Danny Whitehall, Mitch Pinnock and Ali Taylor. Two changes for Livingston Robinson. The four drop dropped to the bench. Bartley and Emmanuel Thomas come into the team. Mike Stryek is in goal. Back for Nicky Devlin, John Guthrie, Jack Fitzwater and Julian Serrano. Marlon Bartley is back in the team, along with Jason Holton midfield. Josh Mullen, Scott Pittman and Craig Sibble behind. Jay Emanuel Thomas as a low end striker. Robbie McCrory, Steve Lawson, Jamie McMillan, Kieran Brown, Aaron Taylor-Sinclair, Effie Ambrose, Alan Forrest, Scott Robinson and Matty Poplatnik are the substitutes for Livingston. The referee today at Rugby Park is Kevin Clancy.
0: We know the jet Is our favourite Livy player It sounds like He's taken off In <laughs> the background there. Fraser Whishall up, okay. up against
7: know, it He's uh, up against it We all know The guys that have Been down there oh, Especially in yeah. an empty Stadium That's a cold Cold press oh, ball yeah. I am over the moon For the boys <laughs> and girls This afternoon
0: Let's go back to Tannadice the United Against Motherwell This Story today, Roger, Hannah, that if people are just joining us, the Scottish FA has now set a date for that hearing into the decision to to, to take the Kilmarnock and St Mirren uh, points off them or or Forfeit Games, for instance. The points went to Motherwell. That's now been reversed and it's... Well, it's not been reversed, but it's been postponed um, until uh, that, that hearing on January the 14th. Overall, how good a look is this? I'm not really... Necessarily interested On whether you are on St Mirren's side Or Comarlic's side Or Mother's side Or whatever But to to do that And then take those points away And then maybe Add them back on At a later date It all seems a bit All over the place Does it not?
3: Yeah, but probably befitting the way Scottish Football Administration operates Gordon, um, the optics to use the, the common phrase nowadays aren't good, particularly on Boxing Day you know, Merry Christmas Motherwell, Merry Christmas Hamilton Akies we'll just take those six points and three points back off you on the morning of Boxing Day um, uh, when the appeals went in that would have been the time to take the points back, if you were going to take the points back at all um, I don't see the point of doing it in a random day on Boxing Day, in the day of a game Um, I don't think it's fair to Motherwell I don't think it's fair to Hamilton Ackies hopefully there will be a degree of fairness come the tribunal hearing itself on the 14th of January but um, to answer your question Gordon the look is not good Uh, what a day it's been for Motherwell already and haven't even kicked a ball they've lost six points they've dropped four places and make no mistake they are now in the teeth of a relegation battle Yeah I mean I know I would Sort of take you down this road This is not
0: about Trying to garner sympathy For Motherwell Roger Because clearly If St Mirren and Kilmarnock Do have a case then, then they're the ones That have been hard done by Most of all But but now the number of, of Teams that are have been Kind of brought into this Like you say Motherwell now Find themselves in a relegation battle That they didn't think They were in last night And it's just Yeah it's a bit What, what What's the point in it in your mind why not just wait until the hearing date and then if the points need to be given back then fine
3: and you replay the games why have we done this in the middle Yeah, listen, as I said, there there are two times to do this. If you're going to take the points and set aside the the decision, the sanction, if you like, then the day that St. Merlin and Kilmarnock put in their appeal, when they both put in their appeal on on the same day, that was the day to set aside the sanction and take the points back off Motherwell and Hamilton. Um, Not just a random day that they've decided, oh, let's take the points back off them this morning, boys. Um, I think Motherwell and Hamilton... Now, I don't know how this appeal, this tribunal, is going to come out with its findings on the 14th of January what way we'll find and in whose favour. But today, I do have sympathy for Motherwell and Hamilton because I think it's unfair on the day of a game, you know, when Stephen Robinson wakes up, his team are sixth in the league, an hour later they're tenth in the league and six points worse off. I don't think that's fair. A decision needed to be taken. If they were going to take the points back off them, do it on the day of the appeal so everyone knows where they stand. Don't just pick a random day and start stripping points off people.
0: On the pitch today How important is the return Of Trevor Carson I'm not saying it's All down to this clearly But Maybe coincidentally Since he's been out of the team Motherwell Won one in lot And failed to win The other seven Um, I'm sure Stephen Robinson Is is delighted
3: Well it's important Because he's a better goalkeeper Than either Aaron Chapman Or Jordan Archer No disrespect to either Of the goalkeepers But Trevor Carson is One of Motherwell's Better players Um, They have been without him for over two months now Gordon, as you well know um, whether it's a coincidence or not, the results have hit the skids in those two months and j- just having it you know, he's an international goalkeeper, he's a vocal goalkeeper, he's an experienced goalkeeper um, and he will be a bonus being back in the side today and I think Motherwell will need him because United are beginning to get a wee bit of form, noticeable both McNulty and Shankland scored in that midweek win against Kilmarnock for, for a newly promoted team, they very quietly they've done quite nicely they're up in fifth place they're now looking quite comfortable in fifth place with those points getting taken off Motherwell this morning and you know they do have their critics they don't score as many goals as some people um, maybe not as pleasing in the eye as some people but for a side back in the Premiership for the first season in four or five years I think Mickey Mellon has quietly gone about his business well and I think they will cause problems for Motherwell this afternoon Yeah we're looking forward to that one, Dundee United against Motherwell,
0: Rangers already have three points on the board against Hibs and Ibrooks. Celtic are looking to respond at Hamilton and loads of other big fixtures as well, we'll continue building up to kick off
6: next Merry Christmas from Clyde One Super Scoreboard
0: Just under 15 minutes to kick off in the 3 o'clock games today, top of the pile you'd have to imagine Hamilton against Celtic because Celtic simply have to close that gap. Rangers have opened up a 19 point lead today courtesy of their 1-0 victory against Hibs at Ibrox. Yanis Hadji was the match winner, Uh, a good performance from Hibs, Rangers looked a bit rattled in the second half arguably uh, the closest they've come to dropping anything at Ibrooks. an injury to Scott Arfield as well not long after coming on what does that mean for the big game against Celtic next week we'll keep an eye on that and we'll hear from Stephen Gerrard in the not too distant future Hamilton Celtic we've also got Coman McLivy, Dundee United Motherwell uh, let's go back once more to Aberdeen St Johnson. we'll get a recap of the teams from Dave Galloway and a bit of a flavour of what this game means today Dave
10: Yeah, that's right, Gordon. Uh, Aberdeen determined to make home advantage count with two of their next three matches here at Petaudry. It follows a run of six out of seven games on the road. The Dons lack of a cutting edge in the final third was highlighted in the midweek goalless draw at Motherwell. I was was at the game, um, and they go into this one looking to be so much better, so much sharper in the opposition penalty box. St. Johnson, on the other hand, will they come here on the back of three defeats in four games, including, of course, a comprehensive loss to Rangers. But they do have a decent record at Pitodry with a win and a draw here last season. And victory this afternoon would set the Saints up to finish 2020 with a flourish. Aberdeen make uh, just to recap a couple of changes to their starting lineup. In come Sam Cosgrove and Dean Campbell for Ross McCrory and Connor McLennan. So it's Joe Lewis in goals. At the back, Tommy Hoban, Ash Taylor, and Andy Considine. Midfield, Matty Kennedy, Dean Campbell, Lewis Ferguson and Johnny Hayes up top Ryan Hedges Curtis Main and Sam Cosgrove Sam Cosgrove excuse me substitutes. Woods, Logan, Ojo, McGinn, Edmondson, Hanrati, Nguenya, Ramsey and Duncan. St. Johnson, four changes for them. Scott Tanzer, Ali McCann, Liam Craig and Stevie May are in. Out drop: Murray Davidson, Craig Bryson, Callum Booth and Craig Conway. So it's Xander Clark in goals. Back three, Sean Rooney, Jamie McCart and Liam Gordon. Midfield, Danny McNamara, Liam Craig, Ali McCann and Scott Tanzer. Up top. Stevie May, Chris Kane, and David Wotherspoon. The substitutes Parrish, Booth, Bryson Davidson, Conway, Henry, Melamed, Ferguson and Denham. And the match referee at Petaudry is Alan Muir.
0: A yeah, fascinating game that once and Johnson had been on a decent run of form and then it came unstuck a little bit and then of course beaten uh, during the week against Rangers as most teams do. Aberdeen down to Firth Park and not very memorable Nil nil
6: draw during the week. Yeah, I mean by all accounts, uh, a, a doer game at Fir Park, and uh, I I suspect another doer game coming up here. Uh, Aberdeen flatter to deceive. Uh, you know they, they get a very decent press, but uh, they flatter to deceive for me. Uh, and I think that they, they, I think they'll win. I think, but
7: it, it won't be by much. Yeah, I think we've got a good card today. But obviously, like we watched the Rangers game, the conditions have got to play a part, Gordon. But I thought it was an entertaining game at, at Ibrox. I thought Hibs used the conditions well in the second half to their advantage. Um, Rangers looked like scoring more goals and also a clean sheet was positive. I know everybody's talking about you know the pitches, especially at Hamilton and, and Kilmarnock. So it's going to be interesting to see, how, mm. especially this afternoon, how Celtic handle the pitch.
0: Yeah, well, again, I feel like it was a midweek where some good runs... Came to an end St Mirren's Long unbeaten run Came to an end Losing 1-0 At Easter Road Again No disgrace in that Given how good Hibs have been recently Uh, They got up to Dingwall Today Taking on a Ross County side Now managed of course By John Hughes
9: You're looking at them
8: And say right If we could do what they do Then we'll be alright You know They just grind it out And play some nice football Some good footballers So You know It's going to be difficult And it's a different challenge As you say It's a different challenge for us But one That we have to be ready for um, and even you know we are where we are for a reason. We kind of keep the ball here. We kind of score a goal. We just need that to change. We need to keep a clean sheet and nick a goal, and then we're off and running. And we
0: said Motherwell, you know, waking up and finding themselves way down, way further down the table than when they went to bed last night. Look at the table now, Mark St mm. Mirren. St Mirren find themselves two points ahead of Motherwell, with a game in hand over Motherwell. And of course, we might need to to replay the games between them. So St Mirren now up To seventh yeah. today, with, well, a, with a few a good
11: few games in hand to give you an idea. St. have played four fewer games than Hibs. Yeah, uh, I listened to Jim Goodwin when it was that a few Thursdays ago when he came on the show and he, he was looking forward and he said, You know, uh, he took any account these points if that went in their way and the game's gone ahead. He was looking up the table rather than behind him, and you can kind of see where he's coming from today. It's kind of fell into place. Ross County, though you know in a horrible run just now a new manager you wonder how long it will take for John Hughes to put his stamp on that side well no John Hughes he's looking for a a nice passing. well it's a nice passing side you know always with Inverness and his teams throughout the years but can you go in midway through a season and transform a team into something or shape them into something that you want I think you'll find that very difficult to to start with so a big game for for Jim uh, and John Hughes uh, up and down this afternoon
0: I mean Gordon how important is it that St Mirren don't let all that good work be undone just because they lost at Hibs you know like I said it's not as if that's a disgraceful result it was only 1-0 Hibs are a good team tough place to go are you confident they can get back back to where they were?
7: Yeah I think it'll be a difficult game because obviously John's looking at try to rally his troops uh, especially at home because he'll be looking right if we can pick up a good win at home it gives us a bit of confidence there's stuff to work on I just don't see where it comes from Gordon because they, they're in this bad habit of losing games Ross County as John said they can't score a goal can't keep them out the other end you've got a very difficult job and yes St Man had a, a blip but I think going up to Ross County today they'll respond we're all set up we've
0: got some fantastic Boxing Day fixtures to come loads of good 3 o'clock kickoffs. they're all coming up next and we'll go back to Hamilton after these
6: Hugh Keevan's first Christmas was the first Christmas Season's greetings from Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
0: Full-time Hamilton against Celtic, David Nallison.
5: Full time in Lanarkshire, it finished Hamilton nil, Celtic 3. A comprehensive victory for Neil Lennon's side here this afternoon. They had plenty of chances in the first half but couldn't break the deadlock. Lee Griffiths, yards out, was denied by Gurley. Ryan Christie fired over. Lee Griffiths headed over. Griffiths then header off the post. He had a strike saved again. Then and Edward weaved into the box but put the ball over before Gurley denied Turnbull twice just before the break. Celtic were awarded a penalty. In the 49th minute, odson Edward brought down by Arne Martin, upstepped the striker he made, no mistake, 1-0 Celtic. David Turnbull then had a long-range effort just wide before Lee Griffiths made it 2-0 in the 55th minute, firing in after a lovely flick from odson Edward. David Turnbull then had another shot saved by Gurley before he made it 3-0 in the 74th minute, stabbing the ball in after Edwards' header came off the post. Then just before full-time Mohamed Elianoussi off the bench, and his header was cleared over the bar. Full-time Hamilton nil, Celtic three. David Friel, comprehensive for Celtic in the end, much better in the second half.
2: Yeah, we spoke at half-time about Celtic just sharpening up in front of goal and being that bit more ruthless and they certainly were in the second half and odds on Edward led the way. You know, we've watched him a lot this season. Alisson, he's probably not been at his brilliant best but today he was back. He was showing signs that he was, really was back. He was up for it in horrible conditions. He scored one goal. He set up others. He just, he, you know, he was a constant threat for Hamilton. So Grant into such a big run of games. That's a real positive for Celtic to see Edward playing so well.
5: Edward playing better. Lee Griffith looking sharper. David Turnbull cl- continuing to impress. Are all these players starting to hit form at the same time? Yes,
2: yeah, certainly. You know, I, I think going forward, Celtic do look much better with the two up front. Now, it's what comes behind that. Is it a three-five-two? Is it the, the four with the diamond and then the two up front? I think that's when Neil Lennon has to think about, especially for the tougher tests. But there's no doubt that Turnbull, Edward Griffiths all together, some of the football they played, even Frimpong as well, Ryan Christie, Carl McGregor, was a joy to watch for Celtic fans. So, you know, again, it bodes well going forwards for Celtic. They've got a tough game against them date at midweek and then the big one next weekend.
5: Goals from Edward Griffiths and Turnbull see Celtic leave with all three points. It finished Hamilton nil, Celtic 3.
2: It's
0: finished in Kilmarnock against Livingston. Here's Fraser.
4: Kamara one, Livingston two. A dramatic end to the game here, just as we thought it was going to be point a piece. With virtually the final kick of the game into stoppage time, Scott Robinson scored the winner after Chris Burke penalty had opened the scoring for Kamara Quickly equalised by J Emmanuel. Thomas. The best effort for Livingston in the first half came in the 45 seconds. Josh Bell the free kick on the right. John Guthrie to a free header from six yards. Really good save. Low to his right by Danny Rogers. Closest Kelly came in 38 minutes. Tish Bowler onto a loose ball and a volley from the edge of the box. It's about a yard wide with strike scrambling. Players had found it difficult in really awful conditions. It was slightly better in the second half and the second half was a better game. Kelly went ahead in 48 minutes. A free kick from the right by Burke. Not cleared by Livingston. Kevin Clancy gave handball against Nicky Devlin he to block a shot from Stuart Finlay six yards out, Chris Burke sent strike the wrong way from the penalty spot but the lead lasted only three minutes and it's an equaliser that Kelly keeper Danny Rogers will want to forget hero in the first minute, villain here when J. Manuel Thomas tried his luck from 25 yards and the ball slipped under the keeper's body and into the back of the net. Craig Sibold came close to making it two for Livingston on 73 minutes, midfielder hit a fierce shot from 30 yards, dipping inches over with Rogers scrambling and then Scott Robinson came on, he had a shot saved at the near post by Rogers as we headed towards the final whistle. It was clear one goal was going to settle it. For Kamarnock, the game was finally balanced, and Guthrie denied Kabamba when he was about to score inside the six yard box. Then Joseph Malumbu showed brilliant skill inside the six yard box. Sharp turning shot was pried away by Stryek from close range. And as I said, just as it looked as if we were going to get a point apiece, up stepped Scott Robinson. The second minute of stoppage time, the ball fell to him, almost in the corner of the 18 yard box. and What a brilliant finish! by the substitute high into the top right-hand corner of the net. A bit harsh on Comarnock, but their poor run continues. That's five defeats on the trot. But for Livingston, on the other hand, to the exact opposite. Five league wins in a row, and they're looking to climb the table rather than looking towards the bottom. Full-time at Robbie Park. on, 1, Livingston 2.
0: And it's finished at Tannadice. Late drama there
3: as well, Roger Hanna late drama indeed Gordon and more misery for Motherwell and a dreadful day for the Steelmen. United one Motherwell won it Finished. Nicky Clark deep into injury time with a leveler and Motherwell needed an incredible save by comeback keeper Trevor Carson in the 95th minute even to preserve a point they looked well on the way to 3 points when they took the lead after just 9 minutes Liam Paul was swinging in a corner from the right and Tony Watt in splendid isolation in the 6 yard line to boom ahead header past United goalkeeper Benji Seagrith Motherwell well worth it in the first half, they could have been two up on 22 minutes, Liam Grimshaw dinking across in from the left, Alan Campbell Beating Seagrest but just going over the bar and landing on the net the United break in the first half almost caught out, Trevor Carson back in the Motherwell goal for the first time in over two months he was penalised for a bizarre clash just inside the box with Mark McNulty while he was actually holding the ball about to kick it clear, referee Bobby Madden giving an indirect free kick, it was tapped to Lauren Changlin but his shot was deflected away from goal and it was one of few chances in the first half for United, Motherwell the ball in the net in fact again after 27 minutes Stephen O'Donnell coming up and putting the ball in but he was from an offside position and it was ruled out by Madden, Secret then had a save from Liam Paul was 20 yard shot just before the break as Motherwell sought a second goal there was another let off for Seagrass that the start of the second half he spilled across at the feet of Callum Lang the Motherwell striker lifted it back over the Swiss keeper but it was somehow booted off the line by Liam Smith to keep United in the game pick penalty claim for United at the other end after 68 minutes Martin to just getting a shot off it was saved by Carson looked to be caught late by Mark O'Hara in the act of shooting referee Madden not impressed he just waved away the claims it that incident moments later at the other end. Secret slicing a clearance. It hit Tony Watt. It fell to his strike partner, Callum Lang, 30 yards out. He lobbed the ball high, tried to get it over the top of secret who somehow scrambled back and managed to hold it on the line. United manager Mickey Mellon, he was trying everything. to get back in the game. On went Nicky Clark. On went Peter Pollitt. On went Adrian Sporler. And it was a Sporler corner. Somehow got off the line by Alan Campbell. Peter Pollitt tried an effort on the rebound, and it was saved by Carson after 72 minutes. United pushing and pushing and then they finally get a breakthrough and an equaliser after 92 minutes A break down the right hand side ball into the middle the first attempt was blocked but it fell invitingly in the rebound for Clark he kept his cool great composure to steer a right foot shot past Carson and into the bottom right hand corner and just as if you just thought United were going to hang on for a, you know, and take a point they pushed again they tried to get three they really should have had three a lightning break the ball fed to substitute smaller on in the inside left channel a powerful drive but somehow Carson extended a big right hand to push it away otherwise this miserable day which started with being dogged six points would have cost Motherwell even more Dundee United won, Motherwell won and it's finished at Pataudry Aberdeen against St Johnson,
0: Dave Galloway
10: Aberdeen 2, St Johnson 1, an early setback for the Saints with Tanzer being helped off with a knee injury. Aberdeen were having more possession, but St Johnson were looking the more dangerous team. Wotherspoon shot uh, just wide from distance after a nice build-up and McCann's powerful low drive wasn't far away. At the other end, Ferguson shot over from outside the box, but at this stage, the hosts were posing little danger. The Saints took the lead after 38 minutes. Craig's free kick into the box and Gordon had plenty of time to stoop. And- and pick his spot at the back post with a header. Cosgrove was close to equalising when his well-hit shot was turned behind for a corner by Clark. In first-half injury time, the Dons drew level. Down went Cosgrove in the box and the striker sent Clark the wrong way with his penalty kick. After a good start to the second period, Aberdeen went 2-1 ahead on 53 minutes. The visitors couldn't deal with a corner kick and Taylor pounced on the loose ball to fire it into the net with a fine finish. Aberdeen were on top now. Hedges had a shot blocked on the edge of the box but at the other end May uh, passed up a decent chance to equalise for the Saints dragging his effort wide after Kane's layoff. and Sub-Henry's free kick from 25 yards flew just over the bar as the Perth side battled for a second goal and then they started to have their turn on top of this match the Dons though weathered the storm and play flowed from end to end in the 90th minute misery for the visitors when Henry was sent off after receiving a second yardage Yellow cards It finished Aberdeen 2 St Johnston 1
0: And now it's over to you 01419511025 What's on your mind After an action packed day Of Boxing Day football Rangers fans You got off to a winning start It was closer than most games We see at Ibrox So what did you make of it Some interesting football A couple of penalty claims In there as well Give us your thoughts On all the big talking points Celtic fans Comfortable in the end At Hamilton What did you make of that How does this all Set you up then For the meeting of the sides in a week's time at iBrooks Motherwell fans it looked like you were getting back on track chucked it away in the last minute a draw at Tannadice let us know let us hear from you all 01419511025 the open line is next
7: after the
11: action it's your reaction 01419511025
0: Clyde 1 super scoreboards open line Hugh Kevins, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here And they want to take your calls 01419511025 Here's what you missed today If you're just joining us in the Scottish Premiership It finished Hamilton uh, Rangers 1, sorry Hibs 0 Aberdeen 2, St Johnston 1 Hamilton 0, Celtic 3 Dundee United 1, Motherwell 1 uh, Colmarnock 1, Livingston 2 And Ross County 0, St Mirren 2 In the Championship Allowa 2, Wraith Rovers 5 Hearts 5, Air 3 Dunfermline 1, are Arbroath 0 and Queen of the South won Dundee three in Scottish League One. Falkirk nil, Partick Thistle nil, Clyde two, Airdrie four, and four for nil. Cove Rangers one. Uh, plenty of interesting Scottish Cup ties. I'll pick out a few uh, highlights of them as the show progresses. But it's now over uh, to you on the phone. So one four one nine five one one zero two five. What did you make of today's action, Rangers fans? Pleased to come through a tough test. With a win, Scott Arfield off injured, how much of a concern is that building up to the visit of Celtic and Celtic fans? Certainly, again, another step in the right direction. How big
6: is the step, though? That's the question, Hugh Kevens. Um, it's a good day for Celtic. The, the questions for me are not about whether Griffiths and Wild should play at Ibrooks, because they should. If Celtic want to make a statement about themselves and the ongoing challenge for ten in a row, then they've got to go there with a team built for victory. It's who plays at the back that's the and how many play at the back that's the intriguing one. Uh, Duffy and Julianne both sat at the game today. For the life of me, I can't see near better on being used in defence against Rangers at Ibrooks next weekend. So the question is who plays at the back, not who plays up front. Gordon Rangers come through mm. a real test. Credit to Hibbs, they pushed them.
0: All the way But Rangers win again And don't concede again At home And that's why They're 16 points clear
7: Yeah um, Consistency is everything In football Gordon uh, It's good to get Two, three, four goals And clean sheets But It's all about three points Just now Especially at this time of the year Especially in the lead up To next Saturday I keep saying I think everybody would agree Rangers win their next two games Then For me the league's over They've won the league So it shows you how important it is to keep momentum going, keep winning. Stephen Gerrard even came out and said, look, I'm very happy with the players. Hibbs made it difficult. Hibbs played well today. They're a bit, you know, disappointed didn't get it, apparently, whether you agree with that or not, that's up to you. They were disappointed that they didn't get anything, but on the on overall performance of Rangers, they did create chances, they had a good opportunity, and I thought Hadji's goal was a terrifically well-taken goal as well. So there's a lot of plus here. I just think we're building up to I think we'll bypass Wednesday No bother Because I can't see Rangers Or Celtic Dropping any points Whatsoever And a build up will be To a massive game And Hugh makes a great point there. Yeah, I like the diamond That Celtic are playing just now It gives the freedom To Edward and Griffiths up top But the big question mark For all Celtic supporters Is Who is going to play at the back?
0: And elsewhere Mark Brilliant win for St Mirren Brilliant win for Livingston Motherwell thought they had got the win They have to settle for a point Their worrying run continues
11: Yeah it's a sore one that for Motherwell But I think Stephen Robinson Before the game The old cliche would have taken A point away at Tanadice Got to say Livingston Incredible run With David Martindale at the at the helm Six on the bounds um, In all competitions And St Mirren Well done to Jim Goodwin Not easy playing against 10 men And then 9 men sometimes But wore Ross County down Troubling times still for Ross County Even though they've changed the manager But big three points for St Mirren
0: Okay 01419511025 Let's kick off with Chris Who's a Rangers fan from Dumbarton What did you make of that today Chris?
12: Hi, good evening guys Uh, Firstly, before I start Just hope you all had a good Christmas Um, Under the limited circumstances And when it comes round Have a good New Year uh, When it happens Thank you very Um, much Chris
0: Hopefully you had a good one yourself
12: Yeah, uh, yeah of course Um, With the family So yeah, absolutely Lovely, Um, what did you make um, of that today then? So today um, I I agree with what a lot of the panel have said Um, It was a a tough game It was an entertaining game But for me, I think it's um, it's another example of how Rangers have matured this year. Um, it was a game where, you know, Hibbs have given his kittens in Boxing Day before, uh, or over the festive period in general. Um, and it was one where I thought, I don't think you can argue that we're a better team over the 90 minutes. I thought we deserved the win. And even though Hibbs had a little bit of a, you know, resurgence in the second half, I think even at that You know We forced our goalkeeper Into saves There was chances It was cleared off the line So I think it just shows How the team have matured I think we deserve to win And you know All credit to Hibbs. They made a really good game it. it was a really good spectacle And um, You know um, j- Just keep going on
6: Yeah you know, so,
12: On one was the next game For us
6: The other good thing For Rangers Chris uh, You know Today Hadji's goal That's 54 goals As opposed to 42 for Celtic uh, Against Rangers have only lost 5 in the league all season Celtic have lost 14 So Rangers score more than Celtic And concede fewer than Celtic Uh, And that Goes towards making the big difference Between the two teams this season so far Mark, sometimes winning close games Is a
0: a good thing It's a good sign that that the mentality is right And you can get over the line Of course if you do it too often and people will start to say, well, let, you know, you can't you can't keep that up. A bit like we saw with Celtic earlier in the season, when they were just getting over the line, but eventually yeah. it caught up with them. Rangers' scenario is different because they've played half their league games. They've still you know, they're they're sweeping everyone aside. So you you, you almost take that odd day where you can't win convincingly. Yeah, yeah because
11: a season is never going to be like that. You're never gonna roll up every week home and away and just both teams away. People will catch on to the way you play. People will try and upset things and and pick you up against different formations different styles pressing coming off the game and Rangers are finding that just now halfway through the season they found it different against Motherwell last week came up with the answers different again against Hibs a different system Hibs were fairly aggressive with how they pressed them and cut off their, their full backs but Rangers found a way again and that is champions that's that's what champions do in days where it doesn't quite fall for you or things are getting cleared off the line they somehow find a wee gem That will come up And get them the three points And it was Hadji's finish Today Because Rangers You know As good as Hibs were Remember Rangers had the one From Balogun Cleared off the line Then the goalkeeper Hibs goalkeeper Made two point black saves Won the first half from Golson, Won the second half from Balogun They had chances To make it more convincing But sometimes Those chances Don't always go in But at the minute Rangers
7: and Just and have the, the answers the po- On a positive mark You're right They come up against A good side today Well organised Played well but they found a way And they're good at doing that now They've got the confidence They'll be patient I'm not looking at this game This, uh, this afternoon and thinking Rangers, you know Rode their luck a little bit They need to step up I thought Rangers deserved to win the game A lot was a tight game And I think Hibs deserve a lot of plaudits Because they played their part in it But I still think Rangers were a better hmm. side
0: uh, Chris, a lot of the talk over the last few days Has been this build up to the Celtic game Saying that, you know Rangers need to get there. With with at least the sixteen points intact, and then if you can win that one, pff, it swings it beyond the, the reach of even the most optimistic Celtic fans. How how do you feel? It's all taking shape.
12: Um, I think it's easy to look at these things in and, and you know kind of smaller sections. Um, I know a lot of people have been saying you know Rangers win the next now two games, St Mirren and Celtic, and the league's over. But we've got really tough. January came up, so you know we've been over this course before. We can't uh, we, we can't take it for granted. And as, as Gerard said, we just need to every game as it comes, um, approach it professionally and deal with it. Um, the kind of point I wanted to touch on a little bit tonight is uh, some of the comments made about Ryan Kent, um, and Ryan Kent's not been you know the standout, penetrating player, uh, man of the match performance, or you know get all the goals this season, but. The point I maybe wanted to touch on is like A little bit with Morelos Is he playing a little bit of the team game? And not as much as Morelos is you know, dropping back And getting involved and laying people off But is the fact that he's on the park alone And people are needing to maybe dub up Or, or put three guys on him at once And freeing up the other guys to express themselves Is that maybe something that's been overlooked a little bit With, with Ryan Kent this season? I know we paid a lot of money for him But surely that's something to take into consideration as well That sh- you know his presence on the pitch alone is enough to put a little bit of fear into players and, and let some of the other guys, you know, excel and then,
11: um, you know, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and, Chris, I would, I would have to agree with that because I think his performances alone, when he's on the ball, haven't been enough. I, I, I don't think he's created enough or added enough goals. But I think possibly what you're saying is he, he, he contributes so much to the overall shape, uh, uh, the team formation. That yeah, he's worth his place in the team. That's my only taking it. it the thing I can take from it And Stephen Gerrard seen it because He's in the team Almost every week It's always one of the other two Of that front three That misses out And he's He's shown that He's someone that Stephen Gerrard Has Huge trust in And I don't think it'll, it'll Be he's any that, surprise to team. see him Against Celtic he's next week te-
7: He's oh, in the team Against Celtic Mar- He's in the team Because he's a game changer Yes his overall play hasn't been up to the normal uh, standards at the beginning of the season. He, he's taking a little bit of a dip, but he's a game changer. He's one of these guys that could do nothing for 60, 70 minutes, just be, you know, see the game, can buy him, and then all of a sudden he gets a ball, drops his shoulder, puts it in the top top corner or creates something that wins games because you need your creative players when you get teams that are coming to brooks especially and putting everybody behind the ball.
0: Thanks to Chris. Here's what Stephen Gerrard made of
13: it. I thought it was a good game, a tough game. Hib's done extremely well to, to stay in the game. Jack sets them up really well and they always carry a threat because they've got good players. So got even more praise from my team for getting over the line and winning the game because we knew it was going to be a tough challenge. The conditions were really tough and um, we've stood up to that and, and managed the game extremely well. But if you don't get that second goal, you're going to have a few, a few navy moments towards the end, of course you are, but big win, clean sheet. It's 12 on the spin now, so really happy. Resilience and character is a must. We want to go the distance. It's not always going to be easy. Teams are not just going to lie down and and let you beat them. Last week at Motherwell, we were faced with a challenge, a different challenge. We had to adapt. And whilst you don't get that second goal today, you know that, especially towards the end, you're going to have to rely on your big players to stand up and be counted. And I thought we did. Barisic is made a, a match saving block in terms of maximum points Grieg's come and takes an important cross so everyone's standing up and doing the rolls extremely well
1: How's hey,
13: Scott off uh, you? I'm worried about it because Scott doesn't come off the pitch in normal circumstances he doesn't normally ask for a physio on he's normally one that'll just get up and go he's a, he's a brave kid so I'm concerned about it but we'll assess it um, he's got ice on, on the ankle area at the moment um, but until it actually gets scanned and assessed properly I've got nothing for you unfortunately How you think the penalty in the second half for Giannis' high challenge what was your thought? Sorry What do you think I'm going to say on it <laughs> No listen I mean I'll be really honest With you There was a lot of Bodies in there You did see Yanis go for it High but I, I didn't see Any contact um, But Maybe ask me again In a couple of days And I'll have a better Opinion on it Because I've not Seen it again
0: right, let's go Back to the lines Ian is a Celtic fan On there uh, Ian happy with That performance And victory at Hamilton today
8: Well um,
14: I've been happy With the last Six performances At six undefeated The uh, Mm-hmm. Gordon, Merry Christmas to you. Merry uh, Christmas, Mark. Gordon. Who else is in the studio?
0: Hugh Keaven's, Santa Claus himself.
14: Um, and and uh, I, all right, shaking Keevens, Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Brilliant, mate. We were listening to you singing, and my dad's got terminal cancer, uh, by the way, and he said to me, he went like, that, he said, "Hugh Keaven's, great singer."
6: Well, <laughs> well
14: we done, Hugh. Thank, you. Uh, Thank but you. But anyway. <laughs> You're welcome guys And I hope you've had a, had a, had a nice time But The guys in the studio, The football players I'm talking about here Mark and uh, Gordon Celtic are going to batter some team I mean batter I mean the chances The last couple of league games Ross County Obviously Hamilton I can't remember who the league game was before that. Mark Kilmarmock Kilmarmock They battered their three teams Mark And Somebody's going to be on the end of hiding I'm going to put my neck on the line here 2nd of January, we're going to beat Rangers. I am very confident. We've got a better team than Rangers, right? they 16 points clearies. Uh, we've got three games in hand. They've not really had a challenge. they got a challenge a day. And I actually think Hib should have got a penalty. But that's just my opinion. No big green, tonnage glasses on and like that.
0: That well, doesn't from sound a like it. Perspective. <laughs> um, just out of curiosity, Ian, you, you predict Celtic to win, which is fine. Are, are Rangers a team that are getting the battering that, that Celtic are due to hand out?
7: And
14: I know I said Somebody's
7: going to get a batter And I wish it I hope it is I I, I do agree that Celtic are playing a lot I like the diamond I like the two strikers Of course I do Because that brings in quality players You're going to evidence That they're going to give somebody a batter And so is your manager Because Neil Lennon's come out and quoted that But if you look at the three games That you're talking about You really should be giving Teams of battering You've got Ross County Sitting bottom Can't get a win You've got Hamilton Sitting above them Can't get a win And you've got Kilmarnock Who's went straight Seven defeats So you're going to Win these games And you're going to Create chances The big test And listen You're every right To be confident Going to Ibrox You're a Celtic supporter The big test Is going to be Next Saturday Because if you don't Go to Ibrox And win next Saturday it Doesn't matter Who you're going to Give a batter You ain't winning the league Tell me more about
0: This theory Ian, that Rangers haven't had a challenge Because They've played 20 league games They've only got 18 to go So What do you mean they've not had a challenge?
14: Aye, but They're, they're, they're getting They're running run them all As well They're getting a lot of green They've not had any, They've not had an injury Nae any Covid or any Covid related Celtics had everything Going on behind the scenes And things like that, Gordon
0: Yeah, I know But they have had injuries Ryan Jack is out injured today Kamar Roof was out when he first came in Um Someone help me out here. I know, yeah, I know there been Morelos has been suspended. I know what you're saying, Ina. I couldn't pretend. I don't have an exact list and say that Celtics hasn't been slightly worse. I don't know. But, but I, I get, is that not just a myth? Because every time Rangers have an absentee, they just deal with it. Right.
14: Hi, Gordon. They're getting help for their referees. We went back to the Dundee United game. 12 minutes into the game, four arms smash for Morelos. Don't you tell me in a studio that is not a red card? He got a yellow card, but the ref, the officials, never seen it. But he gets a two-game ban. Come on, guys! Come on! Well, oh, we all amazing. said at the yeah. time
6: that it was a red card. Every one yeah. of us uh, at the time, but we don't. I the re- But we don't referee the games, so. But I, I think.
15: Scottish FA
6: referee the game. I understand that, that that you know that's a, a well-worn old cliche that there's a conspiracy against Celtic, but. I understand that you are confident Edward and Griffiths have increased confidence uh, David Turnbull scoring goals That's increased confidence But you cannot just take away From what Rangers have done They score more than Celtic They concede fewer than Celtic Listen, they're getting help, you they're getting, they're getting
14: help after of Scottish FA They're Ian, Ian, getting
7: blue glasses on Listen, you've mentioned one game Against Dundee United Rangers have played 20 games You've only mentioned one game no, there's a few games. All right, they're getting they're
0: getting help along the lines. So let, let me get this straight, right? Because as Gordon says, we are qu- we're quite a way into the season. So twenty games played, sixteen points in front with games in hand. Are you are you apportioning no blame to Celtic over this? This is all about injuries, COVID, and referees. Celtic haven't done anything wrong in all of this.
14: Listen, Celtic, Celtic haven't even been playing well, but you're all you're all in the math. They well, won the games in hand They beat Rangers on the 2nd of January Which I am confident I'm putting my neck on the line It takes it down he of the three games Beat games against Rangers It's twenty-four it four points
6: Well let me turn the question not, not On not it's head an, then not let a, me turn the question On yet. it's head They
7: have had injuries in where, if, f- where do people see, get see this he from? talks to, uh, to 6 o'clock tonight It'll be top of the league If Celtic Go there
6: Ian And lose Would you concede That it's all over?
7: No
14: because there's still Two games to go And they've got other teams to play
6: Well that, that The whole problem that Celtic are in Is the fact that They have played all the teams And they haven't got enough points out of it Merry Christmas Ian 01419511025
0: More of your calls next
6: The games are over The talking begins
11: 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line
0: Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson and Gordon are here They're waiting to take your calls Ian, the previous caller, seems to have um, Caused a bit of a debate, shall we say On Twitter at Clyde SSB You can phone us, usual number 01419511025 Let us know what you made of today's football Celtic, uh, another win, a good win Steps in the right direction Celtic fans, what did you you make of that performance? Uh, How does it set you up uh, for that game? It's it's all about that game, Hugh, let's be honest Well, you
6: know Rangers haven't had a challenge Well does that include Celtic? Because they went to Celtic Park And Celtic couldn't even have a shot and target for 90 minutes Referees If it's all a fiddle And referees are helping Rangers over the line Where have these referees been for the last 9 years? Because Celtic have won the league every season In a Rangers European form I don't know where the Scottish mm. FA refs come in on that but, one
7: no, I've not
0: got to no. that part of the The foreign refs have helped them out the theory yet But you never know
7: Look, Ian's, Ian's got his opinion He's very hopeful Even if they lose next week Ian's still confident mm-hmm. the Celtic can turn it around But uh, I don't think he's—I he'll have a lot of backers
0: Yeah, interesting times ahead 01419511025 Let's hear from Neil Lennon Shall we? Convincing win for Celtic at
9: Hamilton And these are the thoughts of the Celtic boss I thought we were outstanding I thought we were brilliant first half And... Um... You know, it could have been tier three up first half. But the the attitude and the approach to the players, and you know, dreadful conditions on a plastic pitch, I thought was outstanding. And um, a special player for a while. Body language of the players was excellent. So, yeah, it's been a great day for us. Great three points. And for
5: Watson, particularly, one of his better games in, in recent times?
9: Yeah, I thought he looked great. You know, it's the best he's looked for a while. You know, he looked free, and you know, his quality was worth to see. But the whole team, I thought, functioned really well and I couldn't fault any of them and their application and quality was, you know, we could have won the game by a lot more. And it's the quality of chances we're creating now, which we haven't been doing, you know, over the pieces. Yeah, it's looking a lot more, we're looking a lot more like ourselves. Listen, there's a long way to go, you know, and I'm not saying we've turned a a corner, but we're, we're starting to do the right things a lot more of the time. We're starting to do it better. And that comes from, you know, attitude and application and confidence, you know. There's a lot more confidence, a lot more zest, a lot more fluency about the way we're playing. So, yeah, I'm I'm delighted with that today because it could have been a very, very difficult game. But they made it look easy, which it wasn't. But We have to get our own house in order before we even think about other teams. And we're starting to do that slowly but surely.
0: OK, let's bring in Sean, who's a Celtic fan in Motherwell. What pleased you most about today, Sean?
16: Hi guys, I hope you had a good Christmas and that
0: Thank you very uh, much I,
16: I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed the game I know that's a, a daft thing to say Obviously they won So we've going to enjoy it But I thought it was a decent game Hamilton defended well the first half Chelsea they, they had done everything but score in the first half But obviously I, I think well, Obviously they won 3-0 in the end And I was happy But it could have been a lot more It could have been a lot more in my
0: eyes What do you think's behind this Improved attacking performances, Sean? Creating a, a, a lot more chances um, Than a few weeks ago Why do you think that is?
16: Well I just think They know One more slip up Well I personally think It is done But I think if One more And that's it done So Like obviously n- Next week Might be irrelevant If they don't win Against Dundee United During the week So I, I take every game Right now As a must win I know that I was looking at it And I, I, for Celtic to win the league in my eyes, they need to win every single game, including all the all old friends. And he went out; they can't drop any points. And that's in my because I don't see Rangers dropping anything. At all
0: did you feel like Odds and Edward was getting somewhere closer to his best today?
16: I looked at different players. See when he'd done that wee jinking and in, in the box and hitting his left, and it was just over. I thought that was like the Edward day last year. Obviously, it's difficult times coming back to it. Everybody struggled this year. In my eyes like one but another like so obviously with the season and then Moone getting a proper three season then just I uh, starting to get better starting to get and him and Griffiths up front again looks like there was the, the partnership for
2: last year I think that's it's a helped. big part Hugh I, yeah. sorry
7: I think that's a big part to the introduction to Griffiths alongside Edward I think the two of them enjoy playing together because you've seen the link up for the for Griffiths' goal it's great play Edward holds the ball in he knows that Griffiths is coming he just lays it in his path and he scores I think there's two things to Celtic just now. I think that the Diamond in the middle of the park. Scott Brown been I think I think there's more energy in the, the the diamond. I really do. Um I think McGregor enjoys that different role in the left as it turbul at the top here. You know, they've got they've got players there that just can go Christie for instance, go and make things happen, link up with Edward, play the balls that he wants, Griffiths. My big concern and Hugh said it earlier is When they go to Ibrox, I think they'll beat Dundee United When they go to Ibrox, he's got to get the back line right If you look at the recent games
6: In the league, Kilmarnock, Ross County, Hamilton Ackeys today Three wins, not a goal lost, fair enough However, apart from the fact that they are not formidable opposition Celtic then play Hearts in last season's Scottish Cup final And the defending is awful And they lose three goals. They squander a two-goal lead. They go 3-2 up, and they still can't avoid losing goals. So, for me, as I say, the talent is all there going forward. And Edward and Griffiths will surely play up front at Ibrox. However, who plays at the back at Ibrooks and how will they handle the occasion? Because when Celtic (laughs) played Rangers uh, in October at Celtic Park, again, the defending was woeful. And... They are going to have to step up to the plate Defensively at Ibrooks, Otherwise it's a goner Well, you're not going to fix it within a week That's for sure
11: You can't go out in the training pitch And fix the mistakes of the last four months In one week So it's going to have to be a case of Pick and hope for Neil winning Hope that he's, the players that he picks Perform on the day That they don't have any calamities But on the point of Edward I just I think Edward looks so much better When he's got somebody up there standing beside him I thought from the first minute Where the wee over from Griffiths and he lays in Edward then lays him in I thought it looked You know, back to January last season And I said before the game If one or both of them score today Then they will play the remaining games And they've both scored So I would expect them to continue to play And that means... Putting a £5 million mm-hmm. striker On the bench in a Yeti So be it Because Griffiths looks Way ahead of him at the minute
0: And it was another goal For David Turnbull Again he looks like He, he looks like he's going to start Every game for yeah, Celtic at the stick
11: moment Stick on I mean a couple of weeks ago We are talking about Tom Rogic Being the man to unlock doors But David Turnbull Has waited his chance And deserves to play Every game If he's in If he's creating If he's scoring goals Yes He deserves to keep that spot Sean, how close are Celtic to getting to a, a kind of settled starting
0: 11 for the game at Ibrox?
16: Um, as close as they can be now, because in my eyes, I don't rate Duffy. I personally don't rate him. But looking at the squad, you've not got much else, have you, really? I don't see any other defenders. Like, obviously, people on um, the Twitter and that were saying put El Hamid in, but I can El Hamid against too, is it, in Europe? And he get, he get made to, like, a junior defender. So... I people were saying don't play beaton, don't play beat, on, don't play beat on, but beat on, I've never seen Booton beaton put a foot wrong in my eyes. For a centre mid playing centre back, it doesn't he do that bad compared to Duffy who's an actual centre half and isn't he that good
11: in my eyes? I'd play beat on, Sean. I'd play sure beat on. I don't see this beaton being a centre mid beaton isn't a centre mid anymore. Beaton has played that long at centre half You've got to be known As a centre half Plays lady. for
0: his country In defence as well as centre
11: half He's a centre half And I'm with Sean You play with him With Iyer next week on. Yeah, yeah I think he's more composed and uh,
7: Who would your two field backs be? From Pong and Taylor?
11: Well uh, I didn't say uh, Maybe Iyer for right back And bring in Julian
7: yeah, I would, I, that was going to be my argument, Mark um, I th- I think that I can understand Beaton I can
11: Beaton's a better bet I, than Duffy I, is I would,
7: I, I would certainly bring Julian back And play Ayer I think he's got a couple of decisions to make The left back is Is it Taylor or Laxalt Or does he go with Ayer at right back or from Paul?
0: We're about to speak to John and Carluk. Thank you very much, Sean In Motherwell Let's hear what Brian Rice made of that game
7: My boys gave me
8: everything they could out there. What we've got available, it's always got to be difficult. It's always got to be really tough for us. I think first half, I thought we were outstanding defensively and well organised. And then, uh, just as I said to TV there, it's the season for presents, isn't it? The penalty kick, in my opinion. Only my opinion. Very soft, but hey ho, the ref gees it. How
5: difficult was
8: it with those conditions? It was very difficult for all the players, but it's Scotland. It's December. What do we expect? Do you expect any different? Well, we're getting a half-time, nothing each. And I'm saying to them, I've been here 20, 30 times in my career, nothing each, it's against Celtic. And within 15 minutes, the game's done, because you switch off. I mean, I don't think we switched off. I just think it was a, I thought it was a soft soft decision, in my opinion. You know, just, it was a soft decision, and uh, it changes the game. It gets Celtic, they've got that goal lead, and, you know, they can keep the ball a bit better. And my lads that were the out right there, we found it difficult then. But we hung in. We hung in, and we hung in. You know, and I can't, I can't fault them. Their effort was magnificent.
0: John and Kaluke's disappeared So we'll just get him back um, Quickly
6: while we get John back How about that for irony After Ian the earlier caller said That referees are doing what they can To prevent Celtic getting 10 in a row uh, We have the Hamilton Aquies manager saying The referee gave Celtic a soft penalty hmm. I thought it was a penalty though. I
11: did think it was a penalty I thought he, he took Edward's standing leg away So I think Brian Rice has got that one I wrong agree. In my opinion
6: I agree with you But you know the, the People, this whole thing about It's a conspiracy It's a fiddle Where have these referees been for nine well, years?
0: Just one call I'm, I'm sure that we'll be backed up by people I'm sure But we don't need to get bogged down in that Because a, a caller said that On this incident Mark You agree that it was a penalty? Yeah, yeah.
11: First I thought Edward should have scored But I, I think you can clearly see From the angle behind the goal um, That the Hamilton defender comes in And takes his standing leg away Yeah penalty for me
7: I can see where Brian Rice is coming from Gordon But I agree with the boys I think I think it's unfortunate for the defender He slid in there I don't I don't think his momentum, he can't stop And the ball's away, you're thinking the danger's cleared And he does, he takes Edward's uh, trailing leg uh,
0: Okay, I don't know what's going on with my computer screen Maybe overdoing it on the turkey yesterday Going a little bit slow I thought we were going to get John back I don't think I can uh, get that call on at the moment Can we? Yes, I think we can John is in Kilmarnock uh, this time What did you make of that today, John?
15: No, oh, I thought every excuse under the book was made for Celtic. They hurt the post, they didn't do this, they didn't do that, but yet again, Rangers, we scored, we held on, we kept a clean sheet. It was beautiful. Perfect. What, what, what
0: do you mean? So, what do you mean the excuses? Celtic won, what do you mean making excuses?
15: No, well, they had had the po Well, Hugh was quite happy to make excuses, they hurt, they hurt the post. But
0: what do you mean? Excuses for what? I don't understand. Like I'd see the point If Celtic had lost, and then you're saying, "Oh, you were making Celtic one three nil." What? What? Who? What was you making excuses for? He
15: it was, it was making excuses, the performance. At half time, it was zero zero. We we already won nineteen points clear,
0: uh-huh.
15: and everybody thought Celtic. Oh, they were going
5: to.
15: It was perfect. Rangers were great. We're on my way to fifty-five. Well I,
6: I can't think of one excuse that I made for anybody I tipped Celtic to win 4-0 uh, They might have done had they taken all the their chances I did say at half time uh, That they were halfway towards uh, What would not be greeted with any sympathy by the Celtic fans So I made no excuses about anybody I think in the way Celtic managed the first half
11: I think Neil winning Maybe a wee bit over the top By saying they were outstanding But I thought they, they looked Good in terms of chances I thought against Ross Counties Your St Johnson's It was slow the build up They didn't create hardly anything But you can't say that at the minute And I wonder You know if it is the introduction of Turnbull It is the introduction of the Diamond And McGregor a wee bit further forward on the left And your fullbacks getting higher That's that's causing this Because I they created lots of chances 100%, 100% Mark
7: I think they, they tweaking the system has worked brilliantly for them. And we keep saying, middle to front, Celtic are as good as anyone. And on their day they can go there and score goals and the ability and the passing, the movement, everything's there. The big Achilles heel for Celtic the now, and I know you can go back to well with a few clean sheets, but you've played the two teams at the bottom and a command team that can't can't win a game. You go up against hearts in the second half and the, the back back lines all all over the place. Uh, that's where he's got to get it fixed If he gets that fixed Then I, I think Celtic will be a real threat What do you make of your own
0: team today John as a Rangers fan Happy with what you saw?
6: No I, th- I thought we were excellent I
15: thought One A goal for us a Zero for them Absolutely perfect But how how You can say Celtic are going to come From here to beat us at Ibrox Is
0: Mm, yeah. I, don't, I don't think anyone has said that actually. No, I mean, caller, the callers, maybe, a caller maybe did, I don't said
6: think that. anyone yeah, I think in here has. John is listening with prejudice. You know, nobody said that Celtic would go to Ibrox and we're not one person they apart might, from they a might, caller. by the way,
0: but it just hasn't been
6: mentioned. I think the problem for Celtic, uh, which Gordon Dale was touching upon there, here we are going into a new year and we are still having a debate about who should play at the back for Celtic and in what formation they should play in other words Celtic have gone from one defensive shape to another they've had frequent disappointments against Hearts they were diabolical at the back uh, that uh, Mark Wilson said You don't sort that out Overnight And that is the big problem Who plays And in what formation How much of a concern Would that injury To
0: Scott Arfield be For Stephen Gerrard He says he's worried about it Ryan Jack's injured as well mm. At the moment
11: With Celtic looming Didn't look like He's going to shake that off And run out on Wednesday Night did it That uh, looked a sore one And for Stephen Gerrard To say that He very rarely Takes a physio on And uh, you know He's a strong boy It looked like that may be An, you know, a, a, an important one for Stephen Gerrard In terms of losing a player Because Arfield has been a huge plus In the games he's played for Rangers uh, He's a big game player He often plays in these Celtic Rangers games He's been on the score sheet in them He would be a big loss um, But the next few days are often telling Sometimes you get these ankle things They swell up for a few days And can quite quickly heal next few days is crucial for him
7: Yeah, I do agree. I think Arfield would be a big miss for Rangers. Although they've got plenty of cover, Gordon. Uh, They played a good Hibs team today and Arfield was on the bench at the start. Uh, Their midfield is strong. So they've got options in there. Had he's done himself no harm whatsoever in the last two games, scoring uh, midweek and scoring today, scoring the winner today. Um, So he's got plenty of options, but... If you're going with your strongest start in 11 I'm sure our field must be in there.
0: Okay, thank you to John. More of your calls and more manager reaction next.
11: After they play, you have your say. O one four one nine five one one oh two five. Clyde one
12: super scoreboards open line.
0: You Kevins, Gordon DL, Mark Wilson are here and taking your calls. Let's speak to Mark in Old Colpatrick As a Rangers fan, Mark, how pleasing was it to come through that game today?
15: Oh, very, very much so uh, But in terms of the last caller I think the, uh, the boy's name was John To say that Rangers were excellent today The second half, Hibs battered Rangers, you know uh, We were lucky to get away with three points today To be honest
0: Is that a concern or is it a, In a roundabout way a, a good thing if you like, Mark You hear it all the time, don't you, sort of sign the champions Or that's how you win things by Coming through days like that Is that your Take? Are you worried about what's to come?
15: No, definitely. Um, in terms of the depth, the the, the Rangers squad at the minute, um, you can win ugly, and still get three points, which is which is great. But <clears throat> just delusional with these guys. Even the, a couple of callers back there, the guy Ian, I think he was a Celtic supporter, saying that Celtic are brilliant at, at, at the minute. What what games are these guys watching? That.
6: Well, there's always an element. Uh, there's Just always delusional. an element. There's always an element of truth in there somewhere. Celtic have, have beaten command Ross County, Hamilton, and not lost a goal. But so they should, you know, because they, these teams are uh, all in the midst of very bad runs. It's what version of Celtic turns up at Ibrox that's important. And Rangers, who have been terrific at the back today, were made to look nervy at the back. And that's a credit to Hibbs and the way they approached the match. So that Rangers didn't fall apart because they were b- poor in the second half today. Uh, Celtic aren't the finished article because they've beaten three poor teams in a row. But they've played well. And not brilliantly, but they've played well
0: today. You, you mentioned depth, Mark. How much does the injury to Scott Arfield worry you? on top of Ryan Jack's?
15: Um, as a concern. Um Scott Arfield has been uh, one of the the, the better well, the they've all played great this year, you know, in terms of right for the back, James Tavernier who, took, who was under criticism a lot last year. Um he's certainly silenced his critics. He's been outstanding this year. Goldson um, the back four, McGregor in goals, everybody's been fantastic. Yeah, our field injury is a cause for concern, hopefully. It's not too bad kind of thing, but in terms of Rangers being fantastic with with the last caller, if Rangers play at the back today, next Saturday, I'd be concerned with Griffiths and Edward playing as a partnership.
0: Well, it's going to be an interesting build-up to that one as we pick our way through who should play, who shouldn't, and of course, the madness of this time of year. They both play again before that, Hugh. Yeah. Um, but that's what's lingering there for everyone, including Mark and Uncle Patrick. So thank you to him. Let's start hearing from more of today's managers. Stephen Robinson, Motherwell, on a bad run of form. Thought they had six points more than they actually did because the SPFL ruled against... St Mirren And Colmarnock And then today decided We'll actually take those points Back off Motherwell, And we'll wait and see what happens With the appeal They're one up They are seemingly pretty comfortable And then they concede in the last minute And settle for a point at Tannadice. Here's Stephen Robinson
17: I think we have enough chances To win three games And that's a positive we, We're creating them You know Had we had one 1-0 it would have been classed As a perfect performance You know With so so many chances but while you're one nil up, you're always, you know, you're always open to them on the counter attack, and you know we've got so many chances in the last five minutes, the two minutes extra time to take the ball into the corner. We're having shots from angles that we shouldn't do. We've got a chance to clear it in the build up, but we don't. So it's a bit of naivety, and that's the frustration after that. You know, had you told me before the game we'd take a point, you'd have been happy. But based on the performance and the opportunities we had, then obviously we're disappointed. It's
13: like a double blow. To the got, I suppose, after this morning's news as well that six points and clawed back off you almost had another two clawed off you there in the last minute
17: the timing was was well thought out on the day of a game announcing it, so maybe people could use their brains and maybe announce it on the Monday I'm, I'm nearly hundred percent sure they didn't make Christmas Day. But we have not shouted and screamed about points or not points. We we haven't done anything wrong. We're willing to play the games we always were. When people decide that we'll do that. If they give us the points and obviously we'll we'll deal with that. We're not in control of that. Never have been and never really shouted our mouths off about it. So we'll deal with what they, they give us. Any
3: the guidance been <laughs> given to you about this timing, because the timing does seem particularly bizarre. If they were going to set aside the sanctions, should they not have done it in a day Manning can submit and made the appeals.
17: <laughs> I've got to be careful what I say, I'll get in trouble. An announcement on the day of a game isn't ideal. That's all I'll say.
6: He's got a fair point. Uh, you know, they, they could have announced it on Monday. Um, why on Boxing Day? We, they didn't work yesterday, they, I'm quite sure. Uh, so he has a point. Uh, you can understand his frustration. You have the points, then you don't have them. Hmm. So I, I understand what Stephen Robinson is on about. It's a psychological kicking the mm. teeth, you know. When you're preparing, looking at the league
11: table, which managers do look at league tables, await to days. What can we expect to take? What will be good enough to take from here? And all of a sudden, you're thinking, "Oh, I'm worse off." And try to do your team talk to your players and say, "Never mind that. It's a mm. distraction that you don't need in match days." Totally right. The reality
0: is, Gordon, Motherwell woke up potentially looking at a. A European place And Stephen Mm. Robinson To be fair Acknowledges He's never You know Claimed those points If they don't get them Fine and and they're Willing to replay Um, But on the morning Of the game They then find themselves Really in a relegation battle Look at the the table now Combined with the Last minute equaliser For Dundee United Motherwell are Four points off bottom Now they do have Two games in hand Over Ross County They're three points Off second bottom uh, Which is Hamilton Aki's And again one uh, Game in hand there So Motherwell are in a relegation battle,
7: yeah, of course, sir. Um, you know, they drop face something like six to 10th, uh, in one go today. And you're right, Gordon. <clears throat> I just think it's fair if it's a the case, then Motherwell are quite prepared to play the games, right? And if they win the points, then fine, nobody can say anything about it. I just feel that, like the, the boys, I think the timing is wrong, guaranteed the timing is wrong. I don't know why they made that. Decision to name that today, and the mall manager didn't want to get involved in it because he'd get any trouble. And Understand that, but it's a ridiculous mm. decision today. I've got to say, ridiculous. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not arguing about losing mm. the points or replaying the games. I, I do believe that you, you win it in merit. Go and play, replay the games. Quite happy with that. But all of a sudden, Motherwell are down there, and I think the difference today for Mother will just quickly go Is see if they were sitting in six. I've got a funny feeling they'd have seen that game out today. They start to panic Because they're down In a relegation battle And they've lost a 1-1 They've they've basically Thrown two points away At Tanadice today
0: Right let's bring in Terry Who is a Celtic fan Baby steps Heading in the right direction Corner turned Terry I don't know How do you measure The progress at the moment Terry can you hear us Hello Terry I don't know where it is. honestly What's going on here tonight? Jeez, oh Hugh Keevans, you can answer the question Give me the question again, I'll answer it <laughs> what, how, would, how would you measure it? What sort of phrase are you talking Celtic?
6: Is it baby steps in the right direction? A corner turned? I don't know, what, what um, would you... I go back to the point that the teams that Celtic have beaten recently in the league Kilmarnock, Ross County and Hamilton Aggies They should be beating them They're bottom six Still been a lot
0: better though Hasn't it Because previously They lost at home to Ross County In 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 the Fred Cup Yeah And St Johnson came to Celtic Park So there was even a time When it didn't matter Who they were playing But
6: uh, For me Odson Edward And Lee Griffiths uh, That's what did it for Celtic Last season They are combining very well Griffiths looks sharper With each passing game We go back to the same old story Who Is going to play At the back Because the back Has let Celtic down
0: consistently this season. Didn't get tested today, though. Let's bring in Terry. I think he's with us. Are you happy with today's performance, Terry?
14: Yes, um, I am. Yeah, I'm going to say just say Happy Christmas to everyone everyone there.
0: Yeah, same to you, Terry. What pleased you most uh, about today? Then?
14: Well, I think it just shows you know, you know, um, Lee Griffiths back in 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 the front line again. Edward, him playing off each other And um, David Turnbull and, I mean he's just Playing out of the skin right now. I think that that should have been done, You know As a Sandy before Two months ago
0: Yeah this is the bit that Neil Lennon will Will always struggle to shake Because mm-hmm. when you bring David Turnbull into the team And he starts doing so well No one is saying Well done Neil Lennon You know thank you For bringing him yeah. into the team The overriding feeling is
11: Where's he been? Why'd you not do that earlier? Yeah But where's he been? It, Need to remember, it's not as if there was a poor player playing in front of him. Maybe form has that Tom Rogic was, oh, was playing in that role. Most people, Ryan
0: Christie. That, most people that call this show tell us there's been something wrong with the Celtic team all season.
11: Yeah, no, listen, I I, I agree that he's made a difference, but it's not as if would. He's just put in And it's like Oh my god well, Why has are, this guy been sitting in a bed Well
0: where are those guys now How many good games Has well, Tom Rogic had for Celtic this that's season That's
11: what I'm saying Form has dipped from Tom
0: Rogic when, ma- when, when was Tom Rogic's no, form A couple of weeks ago We. How were... many good games Has Tom Rogic well, had for no, Celtic I've this season I've not a list Roughly games. then just, just,
7: guess. Just, just guess Guess, <laughs>
0: guess. 15 Really oh, Tom I don't know Rogich Is that it... wrong well, You think he said Good games I'm
11: saying Well that's what I'm saying I don't know He's form's his dip But a few weeks ago He was The guy we were talking about that unlock things mm. Ryan Christie We've said that He's played that position as well Saying that He's the guy That's probably been Celtic's best player So what I mean is It's not as if It was Scott Brown Who's been slightly Jaded and off form That was keeping David Turnbull Out the team It's not mm. Soros came in to replace Brown Turnbull has replaced at What I think is probably The hardest position to replace The number 10 role for Celtic Where there's Christie There is Rogic there is Turnbull
0: so, Okay so The, the follow up question then is Neil Lennon was right To wait until now To bring David Turnbull Into the team
11: Well mm, No I, I okay. think I think he sh- Well listen I've stood in here before And says Turnbull should play But Neil Lennon obviously Assesses in training we, we, It goes back to that all the time He thought Tom Rogic He thought Ryan Christie Were better options mm. For some reason He didn't put Turnbull in if, It's mm. working out well He should play Now on He should play at Ibrox but it's not as if he's he's replaced And someday it was terrible
0: I get that But the yeah. thing for Terry and the Celtic fans They're not really bothered about that They look bigger picture and say He should have been in the team yeah. I don't care what you do I don't care what you do to get him in there But this tells you that he should have been in
7: Seeing how hindsight his form Gordon uh, Maybe Neil Lennon sits sometimes and thinks You know I should have put this boy in earlier Now To be fair And <laughs> You know I'm going, off, I'm going off field here a little bit I remember watching Scotland under 21s over it It was Greece or Cyprus or somebody And Turnbull was on the bench Couldn't even get in under 21 team Yeah so I don't,
0: know I, I, I don't I would, know I would I would, urge some caution If you're going to base anything On the way the Scotland 21's line up If no, you keep but, an eye on but, their line ups but, th- It's not the first time They've, they've yeah. chosen some strange
7: and, and listen You know And everybody I've, g- g- I've took criticism When Turnbull was going From Motherwell to Celtic Pure saying Oh this guy thinks that Turnbull's such a fantastic player The boy is a fantastic player I don't know if Neil Lennon Regrets not putting him in earlier probably does
0: Thank you very much to Terry We're almost out of time Hugh Keevan So we'll have to leave it there But if you could could sum it all up for
6: us, please? Rangers and Celtic got the job done today and did not concede any goals. They are likely to beat St Mirren and Dundee United midweek and then it'll all come down to Ibrooks next Saturday and the big question will be who plays for Celtic and Rangers next Saturday because Turnbull will certainly be in but it's defensively Who are Celtic going to play At the back against a team that scored 54 goals This season so far
0: What a time for football The games come thick and fast What an afternoon Thank you to Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL Thanks to the top team around the grounds And the biggest thanks goes to you Merry Christmas once again We hope you had a good day We are back on Monday at 6 o'clock So make sure you join us then And it's that time of your Saturday night again GBX up next